0: Thank you for listening to this teaching from Kingdom Discipleship. Happy Thanksgiving! On October 3rd, 1863, President Lincoln declared, quote, It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do, therefore, invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands, to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. Let's open our Bible now that we might learn to be a more thankful people on this Thanksgiving day. Well, good morning and happy Thanksgiving. Um, it's a wonderful day today, right? It's Thanksgiving Day and uh, it's a day to, to celebrate and give thanks to our Heavenly Father, to Jesus Christ, our Lord, and to the Holy Spirit. It's a good day. Good morning and, uh, and happy Thanksgiving. I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, just to talk about, you know, what it means to be thankful I uh, the guys and the leaders and myself have been been really examining ourselves and, 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 and just we, we see, a, frankly, a lot of opportunity to uh, to be more thankful in our lives. So that's certainly something we we want to do. So this is a, uh, a special Thanksgiving teaching. Hopefully you're having a good morning so far. Um, Stephen's going to set this so it goes out 7 a.m. Central Time, 8 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, so hopefully you can catch it in the morning or at some time throughout the day. And so, Father, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your favor. We thank you for your grace, Father. We thank you for the incredible blessings you've given us in our lives, Father. Father, we thank you for this day of thanksgiving. We thank you, Lord, for Abraham Lincoln, Lord, Lord, just in your providence, who was led, Lord, on October 3rd, 1963, to proclaim as president, to set and seal that the last Thursday of every November would be a day of of thanksgiving set aside that we, as an American people, would give thanks to you, Father. We just thank you for all your mercy, your goodness, your provision, and your love in our lives. But, Father... Above all and all, we thank you for Jesus. Lord Jesus, we thank you for becoming a human man for us. We thank you for living a perfect righteous life on our behalf that we could never live. We thank you for dying a torturous death on the cross that we deserve to die. And we thank you that you're alive and risen today and we worship you today, Jesus. We thank you, our risen savior. Holy Spirit, we ask you to lead us and guide us now as we open your word. Lead us to have more thankful hearts in every aspect of our lives. We commit this time into your hands, this Thanksgiving Day into your hands in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen and amen. All right, thank you Lord Jesus. All right, so we're going to go through some scriptures on Thanksgiving, but but before we do that, I'm going to I'm going to read something that's uh yeah, that's just very beautiful. And uh and, and Stephen doesn't know I'm gonna do this. He's he's very good at adapting on the fly. But I'm gonna read the transcript from Abraham Lincoln, and that Abraham Lincoln declared on October third, eighteen sixty-three, um, when Thanksgiving was officially had become a holiday set aside to give thanks. To our heavenly Father, to Jesus Christ our Lord, and to the Holy Spirit, and so listen to the words as I read this. I'm going to read the entire transcript. It may take I don't know six, seven minutes. I don't know how long it'll take. Probably not that long, but um, just listen to Abraham Lincoln's words. Listen to this transcript um, for when the first Thanksgiving was going to take place in America, and 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 let it just let it go deep in your heart. Let it go deep in your heart. Okay. All right, so this is the transcript for President Abraham Lincoln's Thanksgiving Proclamation, October 3rd, 1863, by the President of the United States, a proclamation. The year that is drawing toward its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, others have been added, which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and even soften the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seen seem to foreign states to invite and provoke their aggressions. Peace has been preserved with all nations, order has been maintained, the laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict. While that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union. Needful diversions of wealth and of strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the natural defense have not arrested the plow, the shuttle, or the ship. The ax has enlarged the borders of our settlements and the mines, as well of of iron and coal as of the precious metals, have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore. Population has steadily increased, notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp, the siege, and the battlefield, and the country, rejoicing in the consciousness of augmented strength and vigor, is permitted to expect continuance of years with large increase of freedom. No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy." It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving, and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that, while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him for such singular deliverances and blessings, they do so also with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience. Commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners or sufferers, and the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged and fervently implore the in, the interposition of the almighty hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent with the divine purposes to the full enjoyment of peace harmony tranquility and union in the testimony whereof i have hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed. Done at the city of Washington the third day of October in the year of our Lord, 1,863, and of the independence of the United States, the 88th. Abraham Lincoln. I mean, it's, uh, obviously, I mean, it's just... You know, when we just think about how people spoke and talked and, 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 and Abraham Lincoln during a civil war, you know, having such thanksgiving for the blessings that, that were coming to the people in a time of such difficulty, it is truly remarkable. You know, the guys and myself at Kingdom D, we, you know, we, you know, we, 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 we admit that That regrettably it's very difficult for us to be thankful and and to express thankfulness and thanksgiving when our circumstances are are uh, are difficult and yet Abraham Lincoln, in the middle of a you know of a, of a civil war, declares this proclamation uh, clearly led by the holy Spirit right it's not bible it's not scripture, but led by the Holy Spirit to make the last thursday of every november a day set aside to give thanks to our heavenly father to jesus christ our lord and to the holy spirit it's uh it's remarkable thank you lord jesus thank you lord jesus thank you lord jesus okay all right so we're going to go through some scriptures now and uh you know we're going to we're going to learn to to walk in this, in this habit of thanksgiving, which certainly we need to practice on Thanksgiving Day, but we need to learn to be a, a more thankful people. We need to learn to be thankful disciples of Jesus Christ. Mm. Look at Let's look at 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57. First Corinthians 15:57 says, "But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory." Through our Lord Jesus Christ. And there it is. You heard it in the opening prayer. We ought to be thankful above all. Above all, 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 and all. We ought to be thankful for every blessing in our life. But thanks be to God, God the Father. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We're thankful, Father, above all for Jesus today. Again, Father, we're thankful For sending Jesus. Jesus, we're thankful for you willingly becoming a man for us, living for us, dying for us. And we are thankful. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're alive and risen today. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay. Let's look at uh, 1 Thessalonians. Chapter 5, verses 16, 17, and 18. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, and 18. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And there it is. Give thanks in all circumstances. We see Abraham Lincoln not only being thankful in what is, I don't know, Again, what we know of the Civil War, the difficulty of the Civil War, the just, the, you know, the overwhelming pain and hardship of the Civil War in the United States of America. And here is Abraham Lincoln not only giving thanks, but, but, but creating a day, the last Thursday of every November, that as an American people, we would give thanks and for those listening around the, around the country or in different countries, you know, it's a good day for you to give thanks, right? You can give thanks for, for your country. You can be thankful for where Jesus has blessed your country, right? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And again, Father, I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me, Father, for I am not by any means. I'm not only not thankful in all circumstances, I'm frustrated, resentful. Lord, I have to repent uh, so bitterness doesn't set in when circumstances are, are not as how I would like. So, Father, I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive us this day, even as Abraham Lincoln exhorted us to repent just over the areas of our life where we have not been been thankful for your tremendous mercy and grace and provision on our lives. Father, we love you and we thank you today. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your goodness and we thank you for forgiving us, Father. Help us, Holy Spirit. Lead us and guide us, convict us as we study your word, the word of God, our Bibles, as we pray, as as we labor in our lives to grow closer to Jesus and to walk with you, Jesus, more deeply. Help us, Holy Spirit, to be more thankful and more pleasing to our Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look at 1 Timothy 2, verse 1. 1 Timothy 2, verse 1. Paul says, I urge then, I urge, right? Urgent. I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone. We ought to be praying for others, right? Interceding for others, making requests over others who are struggling and, and going through difficult circumstances, praying and asking the Lord um, to, you know, to give guidance to others. And thanksgiving be made for everyone. We ought to be thankful for the people the Lord has in our lives. Again, um, you know, again, I confess that often I'm, I'm frustrated with some of the folks that the Lord has in my life, but anyone in our life is not there by, not by, is not there by accident. And, uh, and that's something I, I forget seemingly consistently, that if a person is in our lives, right, they're not there by accident. I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone. Thank you, Father. Look at Colossians 4, verse 2. Colossians 4, verse 2. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful, and thankful. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. So again, part of our prayer life, every one of us ought to be praying more and more and more and more. When you pray, you can pray to any member of our triune God. Remember, our God is one being, one being, three separate distinct individual persons, God the Father, God the Son Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit. You can pray to any member of the Trinity. You can pray to your Heavenly Father, pray to Jesus Christ, our Lord, pray to God, the Holy Spirit. They're all God. You also want to praise them, each member of the Trinity, right? You want to to worship each member of the Trinity. We don't pray to people, alive or dead. Um, Again, your Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the Holy Spirit, right? You want to have just a growing lifestyle of not only prayer but thanksgiving. Look at Colossians 2, verses 6 and 7. This is this is a hard one for me. Colossians 2 verses 6 and 7. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught. And overflowing with thankfulness. Wow. Yeah. And overflowing with thankfulness. Let, let those words sink in. Because when I examine myself under the scriptures, and again, this is what we do, right? Um, you know, we study the scriptures and we examine ourselves in light of them. We're, the Bible is the word of God. Our job as 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 Christians and everyone in the world who is not a Christian needs to be a Christian needs to receive Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of their sins the salvation of their soul deliverance from the wrath of God the Father deliverance from eternal hell and to bring you to heaven when you die so if you're not a Christian today all 8.3 billion people in the world need Jesus Christ Jesus gave his life. We are are thankful because he gave his life because without Jesus, no one can see heaven. And only an eternity in hell awaits those who have not received Jesus Christ. Are you trusting and relying on Jesus alone today? Are you clinging to Jesus alone, knowing he's your only hope for salvation, your only hope To avoid an eternity in hell. Your only hope to go to heaven when you die. Only in Jesus can you have the forgiveness of your sins in relationship with God the Father as your heavenly Father. With Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and Master and King. And with God the Holy Spirit as your guide, your counselor, and your comforter. Mm. Look at uh, 1 Chronicles 16.34. Again, this... This idea of overflowing with thankfulness, I, I mean, I, again, uh, forgive me. Again, I should be doing better at this. I really should as, a, you know, all of us should, but particularly those of us who are, you know, who are ministers, um, this is our job. You know, I, again, I, I'm i sorry. I mean, again, I, when I look at my own life and the blessings in my own life, to overflowing with thankfulness, just I'm just so thankful that it's just bubbling over there's no more room that because I'm so thankful that it's it's flowing over it's flowing over me and out of me and just i to everybody else no <laughs> it's, it's yeah it's 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 the it's it's what we're called to do. And obviously, almost all of us would say, uh, yeah, Paul, um, strengthening the faith as we were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Father, I, I ask you to help me. I, you know, Lord, I'm, I'm chuckling because I've, I, I believe I'm, I'm so far from this, Lord. It, it's almost as if I'm closer to overflowing with frustration or impatience than I am overflowing Lord, there's just no more room for me to be thankful. It's just, yeah, it's overflowing, and that's it's just now where I am, Father. And I'm sorry. I ask you to help us, one and all, Lord, just to just to be rooted this Thanksgiving Day, and to really just draw a line in the sand that we would be led to be a more thankful, thankful people. Wow. All right. First Chronicles 16, verse 34. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Your heavenly father loves you unconditionally. You can be thankful that you know that he loves you. And it can be hard. It can be hard to experience his love when we're going through trials or sufferings or difficulties or when we see loved ones, friends and family going through trials and hardships in difficulties. This is the first Thanksgiving. I'm going to, you know, we're going to be without my mother, right? She, uh, she passed away in May and uh, my mother used to make Thanksgiving dinner and I'm going to miss my mother, right? At Thanksgiving. Um, so sometimes it's hard, but our heavenly father loves us. He loves us unconditionally. Uh, there's nothing we can, we, we can do to be forgiven of our sin. There's nothing we do. We simply simply receive the greatest act of love, and that is the sacrificial love of Jesus Christ when he gave his life on the cross on our behalf and in our place. Jesus was punished in my place, in your place. He was tortured in my place and in your place, right? He took the punishment that, that we deserved. He took the judgment that we deserved on him. And when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, when you genuinely humble yourself before Jesus, acknowledge to him that you know you are a sinful person and you are indeed hopeless, helpless, and desperate. And you know he's your only hope to avoid hell and to go to heaven. And from that place, from that heart, you call out to him and ask him to save you and proclaim your full trust and reliance and confidence in him alone. God has given his word, Romans 10, 13, that out of, the, out of that heart, that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Again, it's not just, it's not just, just saying some words, but when you call out to Jesus, knowing your need of him, and call out to him in faith and ask him to come into your heart and to be the Lord of your life and to save you from your sin and to, and to bring you to heaven when you die. And you are genuine and sincere, knowing your need of him, believing he's your only hope and running to him for salvation. You will be saved. God has given his word. John 1 12, the gospel of John 1 12 says yet to all who received him, Jesus To those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Are you sure that you've received Jesus this Thanksgiving? All right, let's look at uh, Psalm 95 verse 2. Psalm 95 verse 2. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving and extol Him with music and song. Again, we want to be a thankful people, but we want to consistently be coming before our heavenly Father and to the Lord Jesus and to the Holy Spirit with more and more thanksgiving. My my prayer life, you know, is fairly vibrant, but and we're 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 told to make our requests known to our heavenly Father and to Jesus and the Holy Spirit. We're supposed to pray. Right to our Triune God, always in and through Jesus Christ, H- however, you know the vast majority of my prayer life is a lot more in praying and asking for things than it is in being thankful and so let's let's start to bring that into greater balance right we we do need to pray and and ask for the things we're told to do that our heavenly Father wants us to to you know, to pray for you know whatever our needs are, for deliverance from sickness or or hardships, or deliverance from you know whatever suffering we're going through, but but we need to we want to we want to grow to be more thankful. Okay, I mean, imagine your own children, right? Is there anything that bl- would bless you more than your children coming to you with genuine thankfulness for for what you've done in their life as a parent? I, is there anything more beautiful than that? It's the same with our Heavenly Father, right? And Jesus and the Holy Spirit. I mean, when, you, when, you, when we can become, when we can learn to be more thankful for what we do have. And boy, I'm, I'm talking to myself now. If I can learn to be more thankful for what I do have, instead of being frustrated about what I don't have, there'll be little doubt that my relationship and my satisfaction will grow ever deeper in Jesus Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, Holy Spirit. Lead us, Holy Spirit, to be more thankful to our Heavenly Father for all that we have been given, as opposed to just consistently frustrated for what we want and haven't received. Help us, Father, and forgive us in Jesus' name. Mm. Look at Psalm 136, verses 1 through 3. Psalm 136, verses 1 through 3. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. Again, let's just, just, just take a minute, say two or three times today, and don't ask for anything. Again, it's good for only ask, but let's, let's try to set aside some times of just, just being thankful. It's okay if we just go before the Lord. And just be thankful for a minute. And I'm going to try to do that when we close this in prayer here in about five minutes. We're going to close out. We're going to be done. And we're going to enjoy a thankful Thanksgiving. But let's just try to be thankful. Let's just try to learn to pray. And again, it could be 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes. But not even ask for anything. Right? Now, again, go to the Lord five, six, ten more times today and ask for things. But let's just try to set aside a time each day. And where we can can just be thankful for all the things he has given us. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. Mm. Look at Colossians three, verse 15. Colossians three, verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful and be thankful. And you know, the key to thankfulness above all, if we wanna grow to be more thankful, the key to that, just like the key to everything in life, will be growing to know Jesus better, growing to think about Jesus more, growing to think about really all that's been done on our behalf. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. That's not always easy, right? Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Again, we want Jesus to be ruling and the peace of Christ to rule in our hearts. And out of that will come Thanksgiving. But for most of us, and I confess me, it's it's good circumstances that rule in our hearts, right? We have a lot of peace when things are the way we want them to be, right? So for most of us, Certainly I'm guilty of this. It's the peace of circumstance that rules in our heart. Paul says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. And now look at verse 16 and 17. And these are, you know, we're going to have a new website coming up here in the next couple of months. And, uh, You know, these are, these are, these are going to be key verses, verse 17, but look at Colossians 3, 16 and 17, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ just be in your Bible richly, dwell in it. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, thinking about the word of God, thinking about your Bible, reading the scriptures, right? The whole Bible is the word of God. The 27 books in the New Testament have Jesus everywhere. You want that to dwell in you, right? You want these scriptures to dwell in you. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with Gratitude in your hearts to God, and now here it is, verse seventeen. And whatever you do, and whatever you do, that's 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 self-explanatory. And whatever you do, and He's going to get more specific. Whether in word or deed. Okay, so whatever I do in my life, whether in word or deed, if I'm talking or doing anything, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. More. And more Jesus, more thinking about Jesus, more speaking about Jesus, having the name of Jesus on our tongue more and more, and living for Jesus. And look at this giving thanks to God the Father through Him. We want to consistently be giving thanks to our Heavenly Father, but it, it has to be through Jesus. So here it is as we end, we cannot be thankful to our Heavenly Father unless it's through Jesus. It's only in and through Jesus Christ that we can give him thanks. We can give God our Father thanks. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Father, we thank you today we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your favor. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for the incredible blessings you've given us, Father. But as we've already said, above all of that, Father, we thank you for Jesus. It's in Jesus, Father, our only Lord and Savior and Master and King that we thank you. It's in Jesus, Father, we praise you for all the goodness in our life, all the mercy in our life, all the favor in our life. It's in Jesus, Father, that we love you, that we bless you, that we thank you, that we praise you, and that we worship you. Holy Spirit, we thank you for living in us. We thank you for putting up with us. I thank you for putting up with me and living in me. We just thank you for your tremendous mercy. We thank you, Father, for not giving us what our sins deserve. And we thank you, Father, that in Jesus Christ, our Lord, we are delivered from our sin. We're delivered from an eternity in hell. We're delivered from your wrath. And we thank you, Father, that we're delivered into a relationship with you in Jesus Christ, our Lord. We thank you that in Jesus, you are our heavenly Father. Father, we commit this thanksgiving into your hands with thankful hearts and thankful that you'll lead us. To have more thankful hearts, we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.